Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. Today I'm going to talk about the love of a dog. Um, you know, I've had a cat and I've had uh, dogs and I've always found that while cats are very independent and they're good for, for when you travel because you can leave a bowl of a large bowl of food and a large bowl of water in a clean uh, cat litter box or two and you can go on vacation for a couple weeks and a cat is fine. Were you to do, to do the same with a dog, the dog would eat all the food, um, probably drink half of the water, make a mess all over the place, end up eating the cat litter, maybe eating the cat, <laughs> who knows. So so I always thought you know a cat would be the right, um, the right companion for me. But after having a dog now, I, I know that dogs are for me. If, if you guys have watched uh, my videos, you'll notice maybe three or four videos ago I mentioned my dog ate something that uh, didn't agree with him. I come to find out he had found a sock and he, this is, he's six and this is something he hasn't done since he was a puppy, but he ate, he ate the sock and it, it was just a big enough, I don't know if it was rolled up or he got a knot in it or something, but it stuck in, in the uh, entry point to his intestines from his, his stomach and it made a blockage. So I had to take him in for surgery and they ended, ended up having to do surgery twice and flush his stomach and it was a mess. Uh, I'll show you a picture of my dog here. Uh, this is my buddy Walker. This is my buddy Walker. I took this when he was about four years old. We had been out playing in the park and as you can see he's a very happy boy. And this is him after his surgery. Um, he was in there for five days so they operated and he, he was being sick and he was they were not sure he was gonna make it which really caused me a lot of sleepless nights. You know you never realize how much uh, some something or someone means to you until it may be that time to lose him. But I got lucky and he was okay. 2200 bucks worth of surgeries. I mean, talk about a punch. But you know, when the doctors, when he's talking to me and he says, uh, hey, you know, it's the operation's gonna be $800. Should we go ahead with it? You know, you have to say yes. I mean, whether by hook or crook, I'd probably uh, steal something from my neighbors if I needed to to pay for it. Uh, so I said, yeah, go ahead. And they weren't able to get it the first time. So they had to do another operation and they had to go in with the scope and, and take looks with pictures. And it ended up being a, an expensive mess, but he's okay, which is what matters. But this is a picture of uh, the family dog, Jack. He's about a year old and he like he and Walker play all the time whenever he's visiting with, with family. And he, and, and this, this will get into a little bit more of, of kind of what I'm getting to here, so thank you for for bearing with me. But he knew something was wrong. Of course, when Walker was not around for five days, uh, Jack was miserable. He's walking around and looking out the window and whining. And because since he was a puppy, he came from his litter of dogs to um, visit, and I trained him, and so he was around Walker. And then here, he's been around Walker for the last few months while uh, while everyone's visiting, and he was definitely he could tell the difference, but as he'd get close to Walker, usually they play. But Jack knew something was wrong with Walker and he knew he wasn't okay to play. And so he just very gently went to lay down next to Walker's head and Walker kind of, he lifts, he lifts it because he thought Jack might want to play with him. So he kind of lifted his lips a little bit and showed his teeth. And so Jack, to show he didn't want to play, he went around to the other side of the table and laid at Walker's feet, as you can see here. And so 
you know, uh, he got, and here's 13 stitches. So I get, or, or uh, staples. So I guess they super glue it and then staple it. So he's in a lot of pain and he's really miserable, but he's okay. So the, the thing about dogs, and, and I wanted to read a couple of little articles. One's just a kind of a summary of, of what I think about dogs, but that dogs are loyal. Dogs love you no matter what. You have a bad day, dogs know it. When I broke my toe, I did a video, I don't know, a couple months ago when I broke my toe. Uh, you know, I was laying on the ground because I, I was running out, getting out of the doorway and, and going across the dark living room and I smacked my pinky toe into a, a coffee table and it snapped it right over. And, and I, you know, I was laying on the floor and I was in so much pain holding on my foot. My dog just, he got out of bed and came walking into the other room and he just laid down on the ground next to me while I'm laying there holding my foot. And they just have an amazing sense of, of loyalty and love. So I'm going to, before I ramble on, I'm just, I just wanted to let you guys know, first of all, that my dog is healthy. And secondly, I'll read a couple of fun little articles. One's here is about, um, someone wrote this up and it's, it pretty much summarizes what I wanted to say, but I have a tendency to ramble. That's why I read articles. So this is why are dogs man's best friend for reasons for 2018, but it could be, you know, whatever year. The saying dogs are a man's best friend is very old and popular saying, don't you just wonder who said it and what brought about the conclusion? But whichever way you choose to look at it, dogs are truly man's best friend, not just because they are a domestic animal, but because they are just great. Dogs fill up that space that is meant for humans better than the human in your life. They are loyal, smart, forgiving, cheerful, etc. All this comes of the qualities you expect in a human best friend, but you can get from a dog. You know, my dog has been with me through thick and thin. When I've moved, when I've relocated for jobs, when I left my job and I went traveling around the world, my, my parents looked after him, and I, I think my mother loves him as much as I do. Um, but everything that I've gone through that was difficult, every relationship, any anything, he was always cheerful. He's always by my side. He always has my back. He's always been a best companion. There's nothing I could do to him to make him not love me. I mean, nothing I would do to him, of course. I wouldn't, wouldn't hurt him or anything, but he's just, he's always got your back. And, and I think I, I can trust and love a dog more than I can a person. It's sad to say, but I think that's where I am in life right now. Uh, they're very loyal. Most times we tell our friends we would die for them or have their back, no matter the situation, just to prove our loyalty to them. Although when, when reality sets in, we tend to do the opposite. I don't know about you, but I've had lots of friends that have said, oh, we'll keep in touch no matter what. Um, yeah, thick and thin, and then you never hear from them again. But your dog will literally die for you. They will do whatever it takes to protect you if you're in danger, even if it means putting their, themselves in danger. And there's plenty of stories out there about dogs running back in to save their family members. Um, it's pretty awesome. They also literally have your back every t- single time. Ever wondered why when someone knocks on your door and you're going to check it, your dog walks behind you? That's them having your back, figuratively and literally. They always are happy to see you. You know, there's an old joke. Uh, if you want to really know who loves you in your life, uh, lock your girlfriend or your wife, your child. Not that you would really do this. This is a terrible, terrible thing. Do not do this. But lock your wife, lock your kid, and lock your dog in the trunk of a car. Leave them there for an hour. And after you open up the trunk, one of them is really going to be happy to see you. <laughs> and the other two, not so much. Uh, everybody wants their best friend to be happy when they see them. But that's not always the case because sometimes they might just be dealing with their issues 
or they have need a break from you, which is normal, but your dog will always be happy to see you jumping on you and giving uh, and going everywhere with you. Even when they do not jump, you see their tails wagging in excitement. Having your dog jumping and barking for excitement when they see you is a sight for sore eyes any day. When I picked my dog up from the vet uh, earlier today, uh, she said, the woman said, he's on pain medication. He's a little groggy. He's very lethargic. So if he's kind of dopey for a couple hours when you get him back, you know, just understand that that's, and I said, okay, no problem. And as she brought him out on the leash, um, I was, I had just finished paying the vet, the vet's bill. And uh, all of a sudden I see, I feel this plastic jam into the back of my leg. And there he was, he had run into me and he tried to lick, I guess my leg cause I was wearing shorts and he tried to lick my leg and the cone stopped him and his tail was wagging and he was kind of swaying a little bit and kind of being dopey. Um, but he was there, he knew it was me and he was so excited to see me and, and all the way home, he was super excited and just covering me with kisses and, and being so happy. And then I got him home and pet him for a little bit. And then he was out like out cold cause he was home and relaxing. So, uh, you know, even though I know he's in a tremendous amount of pain and he's definitely not himself, uh, there's still these little bursts of, you know, joy. And there was a doctor that, um, he, I don't know what his specialty was, whether it was a vet or what, but when somebody asked him, Hey, you know, when dogs are dreaming and whatnot, what are they dreaming about? And he said, well, you know, usually running and playing. And if you take them to the dog park, they may be dreaming about other dogs or chasing squirrels. He said, but usually they're dreaming about their owners because their owners are such a big part of your life. You know, you're the pack leader. You're their best friend. You're their, um, their, their, I don't know, parental figure, whatever you'd call it. But you're, you're everything to, to a dog. And I think, um, I think that's what makes me feel so close to mine. They're smart. Dogs are smart creatures, although some breeds are much smarter than others. According to research, dogs can learn up to 400 words, although they cannot speak the words. They obviously, I don't know who's writing this. Did you know a dog cannot speak the words? They understand and express themselves using multiple facial expressions. That thing your dog does that you think is cute and probably do accidentally, they do it on purpose, and they are forgiving. The reason human best friend relationships are complicated is that they are not forgiving to hold grudges, but your dog has a short-term memory when it comes to remembering the times that you hurt him. You can tug in their tail, their ears all you want. After a while, they forget and all is right between you, leaving them with a simple ask, uh, answer as to why dogs are best pets. There's a great story here, and it's it's about Hachiko. Um, this was made into a movie, and this is where I first, uh, I, I forget the actor's name, but it's where I first heard about Hachiko. And so I thought I'd end this with a quick little read about Hachiko and about the loyalty and the love of a dog. Um, Hachiko um, was a Japanese Akita dog remembered for his remarkable loyalty to his owner. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do my best with his name, but I do not uh, speak Japanese. Um, Haide Saburo Ueno, for whom he continued to wait for over nine years following Ueno's death. Hachiko was born uh, in a farm near the city of um, Odate, uh, Akita Prefecture in 1924. Uh, the professor, his owner, at the Tokyo Imperial University brought, uh, bought, brought him to live in Shibuya, Tex, uh, Tokyo as his pet. Uh, Hachiko would meet Ueno at Shibuya Station every day after his commute home. This continued until May 21st, 1925 when Ueno died of a cerebral hemorrhage while at work from then until his death on March 8th, 1935, which is 10 years or nine years and change. 
Hachiko would return to Shibuya Station every day to await his owner's return. During his lifetime, the dog was held up in, in Japanese culture as an example of loyalty and fidelity. Well after his death, he continues to be remembered in worldwide popular culture with statues, movies, books, and appearances in various media. Hachiko is known in Japanese as ch uh, Chuken Hachiko, or Faithful Dog Hachiko. Hachi meaning eight, and the suffix, suffix ko indicating affection. You know, his, his owner dies, and he's so used to meeting him at the station, and he knows he should be coming home that for ten years... That dog returned to that station. They have a statue, a bronze statue of him and everything there. I've actually seen it when I was in, in Japan. And that kind of loyalty and fidelity and devotion um, you rarely get nowadays. I, I think you could get it perhaps from your parents if you have a good relationship with them, perhaps a sibling, although in many cases no, and a dog. And I think that's about it. So guys, I thought I would throw this together for you. That If you're not in a place where you can own a dog, I understand um, if you travel, I understand it makes it very difficult. However, if there is a moment that um, that you cannot or that you have a moment where you can purchase a dog and have a dog, uh, the the off breeds that are not specialty dogs are are wonderful. They're usually healthier than very specific breeds and a heck of a lot cheaper. And you can get them from the pound or from uh, litters of puppies nearby for virtually free. So if you can ever have a chance to get yourself a dog, I will say it's one of the best and most faithful companions that you can have. And for me, it fills the role of ever needing a kid and ever needing a companion as a dog is plenty of both for me. And I think it can really feel, uh, fill those days of maybe wanting to have someone in your life. It can do a very jo good job of doing that. So guys, I'll leave it there. If you like my work, links are below to support me directly. And thank you for those that have. And of course, like, comment, liking, commenting, and sharing and going and watching some of my older stuff is always a great way to help support your channel. I'll leave it there, guys. This is Better Bachelor. I am Joker. And remember, smart men own dogs.